What is going on, everybody? I hope you're all having a great day today. This is Alex from the Fresh Fantasy Podcast, and this is the 21st episode of the season. And this is a big one, honestly, because this is week three waiver wire right here. The second week that I'm posting a waiver wire episode, but technically this is week three for the waiver wire. Um, it's the 21st episode, and man, oh man, did we have some injuries last week. Um, unless you've been living under a rock, you guys know that there have been some serious, serious injuries. And I'm going to run right through them um, real quick. I think most of you know about them, but I need, I'm going to talk about the severity of injuries and, and everything else that we know so far. I'm going to cover mostly fantasy injuries, but I'll mention a couple other ones that are, that are minor, that are outside of it, that still might affect defenses and stuff like that. So let's get right into it. First of all, the worst news of the season is that the number one and number two overall consensus fantasy picks both went down this week. One of them worse than the other. I'll start off with the bad news, and that's Christian McCaffrey, sorry, Saquon Barkley out for the season with a torn ACL. Got hurt in the game, tried to come back in, first play, got tackled into the sideline, and he tore his ACL out for the season, unfortunately. And I'll get into the fantasy implications of that and what to do with that backfield. Um, the second that went down, the better news is Christian McCaffrey went down with an ankle injury. He said he was fine, but he's actually expected to miss four to six weeks now with a highly sprained ankle. Um, if you guys remember last year that Alvin Kamara and Saquon Barkley both had highly sprained ankles during the season, and that really affected them when they came back. So Hopefully Christian McCaffrey takes the time he needs and doesn't try to rush back too quickly, but I think he probably will, and it definitely, definitely scares me. So I hope that he's going to be okay and produce like CMC does, but definitely worrying me, and that'll get into that later. Um, next, these are two last week's injuries, but two big ones still that are important. Michael Thomas, highly sprained ankle. They thought he had a shot to play this week, but didn't practice this week. Could come back next week, but again, Highly sprained ankles are something I really don't like to mess with, and if you could trade him for good value when he comes back or now, I would do that. Um, Drew Locke is out two to six weeks with a right shoulder sprain, they said. So Jeff Driscoll will be the starting quarterback, so I would immediately downgrade all Broncos pass catchers and Melvin Gordon for the next few weeks. Um, To go along with his star receiver, Cortland Sutton, is now out for the season after tearing his ACL or just tearing multiple ligaments in his knee, he is out for the season. Um, A.J. Brown is still week-to-week with a knee injury. Um, He could come back this week. He's missed the first two games of the season, so I wouldn't be surprised if he came back this week. Or Sorry, he missed last week. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo sustained a high ankle sprain and does not seem like he's going to play this week. And Nick Mullins looks like he's going to get the start. Um... George Kittle is reportedly expected to be back this week after coming off a right knee sprain, but we just don't know. So we will, <coughs> excuse me, we will see, but we do not know. But I would definitely look for insurance with uh, George Kittle's knee injury, whether it's on the outside, like someone like Logan Thomas, or just trying to go inside and getting Jordan Reed, who played really well um, as Kittle's backup in starting last week against the Jets. Um Paris Campbell was carted off with a knee injury. It was not an ACL, so there's chances that he can come back this season, but he's supposed to miss significant time. Sterling Shepard got a turf toe injury and will probably miss time. Um, Rashad Perryman is week-to-week with a sprained ankle, 
And Tyrod Taylor is week to week with a chest injury sustained from a rib injection he got before the game to ease the pain. It got complicated. He got sent to the hospital, but he is okay. And Justin Hebert, Herbert filled in very admirably in his absence. Um, other players that got hurt, excuse me, guys, I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with my voice, but it's a little, little wacky. My throat's a little itchy. Um, but other NFL players that are out this week, Nick Bosa is out for the season with a torn ACL. Solomon Thomas, one of his counterparts in the, that defensive line and for the 49ers, also out for the season. Um, Baltimore cornerback Tavon Young, I think, is out for the season with a knee injury. Uh, CJ Uzama, tight end for the Bengals, is out for the season. And Malik Hooker, the Colts starting free safety, is also out for the season. Man, that was tough to have to go through all those injuries listing all those names and all those guys. I hope they all have speedy recoveries. I hope they all get back to full strength and even better. Um, I wish them the best, but we're not here to cry about injuries. We're here to, about to talk about how to fix things. I know they probably affected their your fantasy teams, definitely affected some of mine, so let's get into how we can fix it. So my first waiver wire pickup, I have four names right here, mainly three, but these are the guys that like I don't even have to talk about um, because like if they're on your waiver wire, pick them up. No ifs, ands, buts. If you see them, <coughs> pick them up. All right, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I had to stop the recording real quick just to get some water or something, so I don't know what was going on, but I think I'm a little better now. So my three pickups for the week that you guys absolutely have to pick up if they're there. Number one, James Robinson. I was shouting his name from the rooftops last year. And he ended up with 100 yards and a touchdown this week. Looked absolutely awesome for the Jacksonville. Looks, for, looks like he's going to keep that workhorse role. If he's on the waivers, you have to pick him up. Other two guys that you guys have to pick up that I've been preaching about this offseason that you should 100% pick up if they're still on waivers is Mike Gusecki and Jonu Smith. If those guys are there, pick them up. No questions. Another guy that if he's out there, even though he's owning 86% of Yahoo leagues, but you have to pick up if he's there, is Noah Fant. Noah Fant, if he's there, I would also pick him up. But probably after Gusecki and Janu because of Drew Locke's injury. So I'm getting into my wa- my waivers for the week. My number one waiver pickup for the week is Josh Kelly. Um, he had 60 yards and, 12, and a touchdown on 12 carries in the opener. And he followed that up by out-touching Austin Eckler 25-20 to against the Chiefs in Week 2. Eckler's still the guy, but Josh Kelly looks like a poor poor man's Melvin Gordon. And I think he has standalone value and top 10 potential. Yes, I said that if Eckler got hurt. So we will see. But I think Josh Kelly is a very good pickup if he is in there for this week. The next guy I'd be looking to pick up is the CMC replacement. And that's Mike Davis. Um, with Christian McCaffrey expected to miss four to six weeks, Mike Davis is definitely a priority pickup because he handled all the touches in CMC's absence. Matt Ja Rule, as the fantasy footballers would say, um, said that, uh, sorry, excuse me, that Mike Davis had all eight catches um, for touches after McCaffrey went out. He had 74 yards. And Matt Rule said that he loved what um, Mike Davis has done in training camp. He's a true professional, and I think he's going to be awesome. Um, if you get him on your fantasy teams, even though he should be the absolute top priority unless one of those other guys that I mentioned is in there. Um, next guy that I think should definitely be a priority pickup is Jarek McKinnon. 
Um, Raheem Mostert is, is expected to miss time with a sprained ACL. Um, sorry, a sprained MCL. And not only was Jared uh, Tevin Coleman terrible against the Jets, but he should get for um. But McKinnon should get first crack at the starter because it looks like Coleman's not even going to be able to play next week, and it should be McKinnon's backfield. He'll probably split touches with Jeff Wilson and maybe practice squad player Jamichael Hasty. But I thought McKinnon looked great when he was playing and is a priority pickup for me. Getting into the Giants' backfield with Saquon's injury um, between Deion Lewis and Wayne Gallman, but I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring in Devontae Freeman, who they brought in for a visit immediately. That shows they probably don't have the utmost confidence in Deion Lewis and Wayne Gallman, who wasn't even on the roster um, last year. So I think that at the end of the day, that this backfield is just something to avoid. Um, They have a terrible offensive line, as you saw with Saquon racking up six yards on 15 carries in the first week. Um, Sterling Shepard going down, who I think is their best receiver, already limits this offense. So I, I just think that there's not enough value for one of these guys to be the workhorse or to, to really pick up in fantasy unless you're in a deep league. Um, I'd probably go Dion Lewis for PPR leagues, Gallman for standard, or maybe in half PPR, but keep an eye out for Freeman. Um, if Freeman does sign, I'd, he'd be the guy that I would pick up. Um, next guy that I have, another running back. I'm surprised that two weeks in a row that we're getting all these running backs um, to, to, to get off waiver wires. But um, the guy I would pick up is Daryl Henderson, um, would be my next guy. Um, Cam Akers left week two with a rib injury, and Henderson definitely outshined Malcolm Brown, who had a finger injury late in the game. Um, Daryl Henderson had 121 yards and 14 total touches, and he could be the guy if he continues to show out. They reported before the game that he'd get more touches. He's looking a little healthier, and I think McVeigh is looking for a workhorse, just trying to find who it is. And it might change week to week, but I think if one guy keeps producing, they're going to get the jobs. Daryl Henderson would be someone that I'd be definitely looking at. Um, another running back that I think could lead their committee and potentially take over, um, but definitely not an offense I want to be investing in, is Miles Gaskin for the Dolphins. Um, he led all Dolphins running backs in carries, rushing yards, yards per carry, catches, targets, and yards per catch in week two. I mean, he could take over, but it's still a bad offense and a committee backfield and probably just something that I'm going to avoid. Um, the, the next guy I'd pick up is actually a quarterback, my one quarterback on here for the list this week. That's Gardner Minshew. Um, he had 20 and 25 fantasy points in his first two weeks, and he has Miami, Cincinnati, Houston, and Detroit in the next four weeks before their bye week, which is a really, really good schedule. So I'd definitely look to grab him in any format where you don't have a good backup quarterback or if you're just looking to stream, he's someone that's perfect. Um, the next guy I have is Russell Gage. Um, Russell Gage had 12 and 9 targets in his first two games, which is awesome for fantasy, especially as the first, as the number three receiver. And Julio's hamstring is bothering him. Gage could definitely be a good option to pick up um, in any format, honestly, if you're looking for a wide receiver off the bench. Um, he had six catches for 46 yards and a touchdown with nine targets, um, in week one last year and last week. So what am I saying? I'm sorry. He had six catches for 46 yards and a touchdown on nine targets in week two after having a really solid game with over a hundred yards in week one. And he could have added even more to his day with a long touchdown pass, but Julio made a bad play and missed it could be because of Julio's hamstring injury that Dan Quinn said might be worse than Julio was letting on. Um, the last guy that I think is 
a good pickup for wide receivers. I'm really surprised there haven't been a lot of great wide receiver pickups lately. Um, is Keelan Cole. Um, Keelan Cole has had at least five catches, 47 yards, and a touchdown in both games so far, um, which is right around his, he's been as good as DJ Chark, if not a little better, and he could keep it up. He's someone that's worth a flyer. Um, another guy that I definitely look into is Nikhil Harry. Um, Nikhil Harry's actually gotten some good targets, and he's had over a 20% target share in that Patriots offense, and with how good Cam Newton's looking, um, and Nikhil Harry being a former first-round pick last year, um, definitely someone that could produce this year coming into his second year, and he's definitely someone I'd look to pick up if you were still looking for another flyer. Um, a couple other flyers that I'd like to mention that could be guys that you could pick up on your team would be Jordan Reed, um, Mo Alley-Cox, or even LaVisca Chenault. Um, Reed and Cox are both tight ends. They're both guys that could fill in off your bench, especially if their starters are out in George Kittle and Jack Doyle. And LaVisca Chenault's had a couple okay games for the Jaguars so far, but they really like what he brings to the table, and he definitely could put up some more points. So that's my list for the week. Um, this is a super important week for waivers, and the, the thing I would definitely try to focus on more than anything is running backs this week. Um, as you guys can see with how many running backs went down last week, like Raheem Mostert, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Le'Veon Bell's already went down, and, and there's just there's more to come. More guys that are going to get hurt, more guys that aren't going to be able to produce um, David Montgomery without with went out with an injury and came back in. Josh Jacobs went out with an injury and came back in the other day. Miles Sanders finally played a really good game after missing the first week with injury. I mean, I would say to anyone, lock up that running back depth because this is a big year for it. And if you don't have it, you could have a very tough year if you don't get lucky. So that's my recommendation for the week. Keep running backs to the top of your waiver list. Um, but like I said, James Robinson would be my first pickup in any league if he's still out there. But if not, I would probably go for someone like Mike Davis with the time that CMC looks like he's going to miss. So with that, I hope you guys all enjoyed. Um, if you're still listening at this point, I really appreciate you guys listening. I hope you like the content that's coming out. Um, I, all I have to say is that with whether it's my waivers or my start sets, these podcasts are going to get better every week. Um, it's actually harder than you guys think to come up with 40 names for start and sit every week and coming up with a good list for waivers every week. But I do it for you guys. I do this because I love it. I enjoy it. It's something I'd be doing on my own, even if I wasn't creating content for you guys. But all I have to do is I promise if you're liking this, it's only going to get better from here. We're only going to go up from here. And I really appreciate you all listening. So if you've gotten this far, um, I really appreciate you guys. I hope you leave a review. You guys already know what to do. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day.